Hey there, friends and family of Berta Bremen. Welcome to the live Berta Bremen post-game show. It is chaos, and this is the show by the fans for the fans. So if you are new to the show, we host this every Sunday when we go live. You're welcome to join us. Uh, jump in on the chat, and we've already got people joining us. So Sooner is here. Uh, Christian's with us. Paul Spivey's here, and Juan just coming in fashionably late. Um, so if you want to join us when we go live, you most certainly can. Uh, if you don't, you don't have time for that, or you have something better to do, like clipping your toenails or anything else, really, uh, you can catch it always on the podcast later on. So, um, we're available, I think on most, uh, podcasts. If you go to the Podbean app, you can also find us, uh, there. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach out to us on Twitter. Sometimes I'm there. Sometimes Christian's there. Most of the time we find ourselves at the Discord. Um, so, but if you do want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can. Uh, handles there. Christian is at SVW, OMYTFC, myself at Not Easy Green. Uh, if you want to send emails, uh, Not Easy Green 2017 at gmail.com. And I mentioned the Discord earlier along with the fan shop, which I believe there's still a sale going on. King Ian isn't here to confirm that or not. I was going to ask him on the Discord to see if he could uh, re uh, repost the What It Do t-shirts. Uh, I was wearing mine the other day and had somebody say, what the hell is that? So it was a, <laughs> it was a wonderful opportunity to introduce them to the uh, addiction that is Verda Bremen. Uh, but if you want to find the Discord, the uh, fan shop, uh, Honestly, the Sooner's blog is there. There's a bunch of other stuff. Hang out with us. Go to the link tree, linktree backslash Verter N-A, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Verter N-A. So the song there was kind of a tribute to Dr. Tim, one of our listeners in Australia, who always says Once stuff to make bass. me. <laughs> <laughs> I just about tipped the speaker on its back and straddled it you know, just to really do something special for Dr. Tim. Um, and, I, <laughs> and, you know, I was speaking of the land down under, uh, there's a podcast uh, in Australia called the Tony and Ryan show, I think, or something like that. Anyway, I listen to it every once in a while uh, and it's friggin' hilarious, but they do this thing called normal or nah, where people just submit stuff and they're like, yeah, that's a normal thing or no, that nah, that's, it's not. And there was a submission that came into them from Chicago. Okay. Um, and apparently this gal was on a third date with some guy in Chicago. Um, and, <laughs> and she said <laughs> on the, wink, wink. on the third date, uh, this guy basically said, you know, Hey, uh, I don't know if it's normal or if it's weird or not, but, uh, I've, you know, invited her over to his house, uh, for, for a third date for a meal. And he just said, I just want to let you know, uh, that I've got a female skeleton in the basement to attract dark energy. I hope that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems totally fucking normal to me. <laughs> and I thought, my gosh, sooner made it onto a podcast. <laughs> uh, I see. Uh, I see. King Way with uh, the ladies. King... <laughs> Both the living and the dead. Alive uh, and dead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, when you really need a bone. Um, so I, was, I noticed that King Ian just jumped in. Uh, Ian, can you put into the um, uh, into the chat if that sale is still on in the shop or not? 
And then if it is, I want to know if you could sneak in the what it do shirt for like one or two days. All right. He's going to check in on that. And anyway, while he's doing that, Christian, I've been ignoring you for five minutes now. What it do? What it motherfucking do? How are you? What's good? <laughs> well, the weather, the, the weather's improved over here. So we're, we're happy about that. And, uh, yeah, it had a day off yesterday. It was nice. And, uh, nice. yeah, we're just ta- we're taking it easy. How about you? Good. Uh, essentially the same old shit over here. Weather's delightful. Well, for November anyways, like mm-hmm. mid to late November. Keep burning uh, them tires and styrofoam, folks. Keep using those aerosol great. containers in a way other than directed. That's right. Harpoon a dolphin, kill a whale. Yep. Club Whatever a seal has for to us. Happen. Yeah, yeah, at least two or three. <laughs> <laughs> lord knows i'm loving this you know soon we'll be the miami of north that's right i'm um, in miami south will be uh haiti. atlantis or something like that <laughs> yeah yeah haiti something to that effect i mean like like it's safe right now right um <laughs> so yeah king ian is saying there's still 20 percent off everything until the 16th and he is going to put the What It Do shirt back in there. So that is a great little What It Do shirt where we are pushing the boundaries of what is considered copyright infringement. <laughs> oh, yeah. On so many fucking levels. So many levels. <laughs> you know, I was, you know what? I was thinking about it when you when you talked. I forgot that we had a What It Do shirt. And then I was like, shit, I want to make a direct reference to Paul Wall. Paul Wall. Somehow yeah. with, Verita, with Verita Bremen. And I'm not sure how or why. And I'm sure if it pops up, he's going to be like, what in the flying fuck is this about? <laughs> Um, it would be so would fantastic. Appreciate. Like it would be so oh fantastic God. to have this this show capsized uh, because of a lawsuit from the the team it supports and Paul Wall. Yeah, I- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> because uh, a Swisher House the screwed up camp or whatever. I can't remember. Is he screwed up click or is he Swisher House? Um. Anyways, well, regardless, uh, <laughs> I'll let you read. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get going here. Uh, so Verder with yet another Sunday game. Uh, we're now facing another team, having spent some time playing internationally. Verder, for their part, remain unchanged, looking to build on the last few games of solid defensive play, translating into capitalizing on a few good offensive opportunities. So Verder started strong, and the visitors from Frankfurt looked very much like they had the energy for the game. Uh, Verder dominated the midfield and found plenty of opportunities for shots at, at the net in the first 45, outplaying their opponents all over the park. It would be shortly after the break and a few subs by Frankfurt that the visitors started to get back into the game, and Verder looked perpetually underfoot and unconvincing. The team retreated further into their own zone and had relatively few opportunities going forward until after Frankfurt scored the second goal. In the 82nd minute, Werder brought in some speed with Jinma and found a few opportunities that could have taken the win, but youth and inexperience showed its ugly head, reminding us why we should never bother to try and develop young players. The game ended 2-2 with Werder taking a single point, Better than I predicted, but given the way the game rolled out, many fans will be wondering if the new tactics and system have some of the same old problems all over again. Christian, you watched the game. Thoughts on it? And just so the listeners know, we are going to skip uh, stats and tactics because we got some other stuff to get to. Uh, so, Christian, wax eloquently on your thoughts on the game here. Um, yeah, I would say that uh, some of us were not terribly surprised. If anything, we're kind of surprised that we have done so well for the first, whatever, 60-plus yeah. minutes. Um, and, yeah, the, I mean, the same problems remain, uh, namely, namely our, our coach. 
Uh, it sort of shows that our team has the capability and the quality to be a solid, I would even argue, top 10 team. Um, but what is keeping us from that is our coach at the moment, unfortunately. Um, we're just this inability to close out games, um, you know, to see things through. And today was just that, you know, uh, there were some, I guess we're still doing good than bad. So I'll save, save yep. some of that. Yep. And I actually had a lot more good than bad today. So Atta I don't want boy. people to think that I was like entirely sour on the whole game. Cause I really wasn't. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch for stretches, which is, I mean, more than we could say for a good portion of the season so far. Um, there were a lot of things that were done correctly as well. Um, but it's just not enough at this moment for me anyways. Um, and I, once again, this kind of comes down to this probably buys only more time, right? Sure. Yeah. I think that's reasonable to assume, uh, at this point in time that, uh, he's going to have, uh, uh, the leash is just getting longer and longer at, at this point. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're definitely going to do the, the three up, three down. We are going to skip some of the other stuff, um, honestly, because there isn't a whole lot uh, to talk about tactics-wise and stats. I mean, had we continue, had we kept the pedal down after the second half, I think there would be some fantastic stats, but they actually all shaked out or shook out to about where they normally do. So that's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see. No. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's go to some uh, three up, three down. Christian, the things that were awesome. Tell me about them. You said you had a bunch. Yeah, I had a bunch, and I and I actually meant to go back through these and get rid of some because I was like, eh. no, no, keep them. But we got time. Yeah, I'll keep them all. Why not? I'll try and be as positive as possible. Well, this is a positive uh, so show. I, we've we've told absolutely. people time and time again. There's nothing but just good <laughs> things happening here. So if we drill it into them at some point, they're bound to believe us. <laughs> Just punch them into submission. There was a, um, a queer little Australian or Austrian that used to say something about, uh, I'd say a lie big enough, long enough, loud enough, people start believing it. You know? <laughs> what a weird little dude. Whatever happened to him? Well, we uh, celebrated a day yesterday about kicking his ass and all the other Nazis out there, which we continue to kick Nazi ass every day that we have an please. opportunity to do so. So. Give, give the opportunity, please. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if we never had to again because they just disappeared, that would be pretty amazing. But uh, unfortunately, the world does not work like that. Uh, anyways, get fucked, Nazis. Um, so... This program brought to you by. <laughs> Anti-fascist worldwide. <laughs> and if you're upset that I just used anti-fascist in a positive manner, you're probably a fucking fascist. Um, anyways, all right, back to ups and downs. Uh, so build up. Yeah, sorry, sorry to all those minutes. hostile fans we just offended there. Yeah, yeah. Super, super upset by it. Honestly, could not give a fuck. Really, like of all people in the world that I'm upsetting, if you really like the Nazis, get fucked. Oh, we got a call coming in from Tim Tim Wieser here. Wants to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, head of the militia. Um, all right, uh, we'll focus on this here. Uh, my first up, uh, our buildups in the first fifteen minutes. A lot of fun to see us going forward. Yes. Um, I don't want to say we were necessarily creative, but it was like thorough. Uh, it was great passing, great runs. Um, you know, players were doing what they should, and, and it really did look threatening. 
um, at, at, at points in time. Obviously, a big issue is always the fact that the final third we seem to really fuck up. Um, but yeah, first first uh, 15 minutes, lots of beautiful buildups. Um, another big thing for me was the run at th in the 35th minute. Uh, I think it was particularly Leo, who I think has been a real highlight in the last couple of games. Um, I, I, a lot of fun to watch. Been really a necessary, some, a necessary sorry? evil. I've been a necessary evil yeah. for us. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And I'm not saying that he needs to continue to step into uh, starting eleven. If anything, I'd put him on after the 65th. Um, but you know what? I, I right now he's doing just so much positive that give, keep giving him the opportunity until yep. uh, Ole comes to his senses and decides to start playing Linen or Linen and uh, and Stay can take uh, take Leo's position. Um, speaking of which, I should say also Stay. Once again, just a brilliant player. Um, cannot stress this enough. So much fun to watch. Um, Zeddy. I, I mean, this dude, I think, is making a case for, for so. uh, yeah, starting. Starting as a keeper, if not challenging. Like, and I, I, I really do have to wonder about the coaches if they're not seeing the same thing I am. Um, he's just been so consistently good. Um, I think he's been more stable than Pavlenka. Uh, yeah. well, but you know what? I know. Sorry. What he what he brings to the team, the way that uh, Werner, the, the thing that I don't understand is the way Werner wants to play plays to yeah. the strengths of Zet Zetterer. Yeah. So yeah. I I just I don't understand then you know the preference to Pavlenka nonstop or or let's say when Pavlenka is healthy again you know he slots right back in again. Um, I just don't understand it simply because Zetterer does such a um a better job playing in the way or in the system way that, that, that Werner wants to. So I, I, I agree with you, Christian. I think he's making a great argument uh, for, for challenging for sure. Yeah. I, I think, I think the only reason why is because Ole has his guys, as we've said a thousand times before, he likes to play his guys does not matter what his guys look like on the pitch, good or bad. Um, because, you know, Christian gross is still showing up, an hour early for practice he's still mm -hmm. number one in ole's heart regardless of the quality that he brings and then pavlenka great keeper pavlenka is a great keeper uh but uh he's got his flaws and and right now zetterer is doing a good job of showing us that he seems to be a little bit more consistent um but i don't believe for a second that once pavlenka is healthy that uh zetterer will will start over pavlenka i think pavlenka will walk right back into the lineup um, but I do hope that we get some offers for him uh, in, during the winter and we sell him off. Uh, I just also hope that we've got another backup for him. Um, and then I said B and D, not bonded, bondage and degradation, but Bore and Dutch. Um, another game where they've scored together and looked really nice up front together. Um, do I think they're phenomenal? No, but they're decent and they're good and they're threatening and they're a lot of fun to watch right now. Um, and then finally, uh, a good subs, or a good sub, I'll say rather, uh, both timing and player. So Leo coming off for Linen, and it was in about the 60th, 65th minute, give or take, which is like an absolute first that I think I've, uh, well, maybe not a first. However, it's such a rarity <laughs> at this point that I agree with uh, timing and player as far as uh, Ole substitutes are concerned and had to be noted. So those are my ups for today's game. Awesome. Well, we didn't even double up uh, too, too, too much. 
Um, Paul was just mentioning that he wonders what our possession numbers are like having Zetter back there. Um, it really does depend because you have to remember when we brought in uh, Zetter, or I guess when Pavlenka was injured, Zetter came in. That was also about the time that uh, Werner changed the system uh, to actually take less of the ball overall. Uh, but I think if we were to look at just even completed passes from the goalkeeping position, uh, I think we would uh, we would see some uh, we would see some vast improvements. Not to mention just his footballing uh, brain when it comes to trying to create a few of those counterattacking opportunities, which he's done for us. So I, again, the way that Werner wants to play this team, I don't understand. Uh, I do not understand why there there shouldn't be a, a larger conversation about um, Zetter now taking um, the number one spot. Or at least after after winter, you know, after the winter break, sure. it's like because yeah. our future is there, right? If Pavlos yeah. isn't going to sign a contract, well, that's our future. So let's put him between the posts, Absolutely. you know. Um, <clears throat> well, okay. you would think once again, I, I would not be shocked if Pavlos doesn't resign and he continues to start. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's it, you love to see it. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, the things that uh, I thought were awesome, and uh, a big hello to Horny Squirrel, <laughs> Le Chef. Um, okay, so uh, things that were great. So the first half ball movement, uh, again, working the ball side to side. Uh, Verta were finding solutions, again, moving the ball between the flanks. It was less direct today uh, and using more of the defenders in midfield to link those passes. But as you already alluded to, Christian, it allowed Verta to maintain possession a number of times and control portions of the first half of the game. Uh, I felt that Verta Bremen's uh, control of the game uh, was exemplary comparatively to other parts of the season. I felt that the first half of this game, uh, they really did look like they were a team that had control. Um, and their ability to shift the ball from flank to flank, I believe in many cases actually helped us uh, have that that series of, of domination, in, you know, as, as you were alluding to. Um, the second up that I had here um, is Bore is, is proving to be a reasonable fit. Um, I still don't think he's quite what we need, slash I'm not sure if we're just maybe not playing him the way that truly utilizes his strengths. Uh, but he is doing a really good job of distributing the ball on the counterattack and uh, bagged goal and had another uh, close chance today. Um, he's finding the right spaces and places, and he's bringing players into the uh, into the counterattack, and we need a player like that. Uh, I think we could probably use more of his speed. I'm, I just don't think we're utilizing that yet. Um, I don't know, and, and that could just be you know, an, a, a an observation that's that's moot, but I, I just don't think we're using it quite uh, the way we could. And the last up that I had, I, I got an additional one, I guess, uh, is that Demont uh, had another great performance today. I uh, cleared the ball off the line to save us uh, losing the game entirely, so that was nice. Um, <clears throat> and then I guess the the one the throw in that I had there is that we are still picking up points against teams that we didn't think we would, and that has to be a positive thing. Uh, yeah, not absolutely. I probably had this marked as a loss to be completely honest. I think I probably I had the last two marked as losses, you know, I, I most certainly did. That's I bet on. I thought we were going to lose this one three to one and had two had, to one. <laughs> yeah. Had Frankfurt uh, played, you know, even 70 minutes the way they played the final 20. Yeah. Uh, we would have yeah. been in serious trouble. Absolutely. 100%. I agree. All right. Uh, things that sucked. Not that there's uh, many said, because we're very positive. 
yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think I had one less thing that sucked versus uh, good things. So final third are creativity, and then in brackets I had banking on errors. Um, unfortunately, hmm. it seems like that's how we have a tendency to draw our goals these days. Um, I don't know what to attribute it to, whether it's we just don't have the talent we need up front, um, whether we haven't quite adjusted to this new system yet, um, whether we're just not a good offensive team. Uh, I really I really don't know what to attribute it to. Um, I'm sure you've got some ideas. Uh, number two, I said our defense. Our, our defense still fucking sucks. And it is just obvious in so many goddamn ways. So many ways. It doesn't help that we don't play our... Thank you, yes. And it's and it's also... Uh, it doesn't help that we don't play our, our strongest uh, center backs. You know, I don't make the call. I couldn't tell you why. I think presumably, it's because... We, presumably yeah, yeah. strong. Yeah, fair. Yeah, presumably. I mean, we don't know what happens in practice. Maybe they're just not. Or after hard. practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what kind of horrible things they get into in their own free time that would drain them of their uh, their abilities and capacity to do well. Like an episode um, of MASH, they go out and take take Werner out, get him super drunk, and take pictures of him in compromising positions. And then... <laughs> Yeah. I can hear the song Suicide is Painless in my head right now. <laughs> Who's the which one of these players is the one that dresses up like a woman? Um, that's a mass reference for the record. Uh, I'm showing my age. You're too old. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously. I fucking I never got that show. That was the show my dad enjoys watching. Yeah, enjoyed watching. I, Still alive. They just don't show fucking mash on TV anymore. Um, <laughs> what is a mash? Uh, Punch it into Pornhub, uh, Juan. You'll you'll see what we mean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually have uh, Mash Mondays on my OnlyFans. So uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is, and twice as gross. Um, <laughs> and then my final uh, my final thing that I had uh, was Ole subbing in Linen which it was great. The timing was great. He came in for Leo. That was great. However, keeping him as an eight rather yeah. than playing him as a six Freaking and you're playing wicked. stay who's naturally an eight and yeah, playing stay as a set. Like I don't, the fuck I, was that about? I don't know what the fuck was that about. You know, I just, <laughs> that's, that's why I put it me. into the chat. I couldn't figure out. Like, yeah. I, what are we I, missing? You know, like what, what, uh, yeah. what stroke along or brilliance is this that my pea sized brain cannot comprehend? I mean, um, yeah, no, I don't. Sorry, I was gonna try and play the devil's advocate and then realized, no, I, I won't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like seriously. And, I, and I'm very much open to having this conversation. Wow, very much open to having this conversation because I, I genuinely am perplexed. As to how this was the smart idea. You know? Like, I, I fucking... I do not get it. It's a black and white fucking issue for me. It's it's weird. I mean, there were there were portions. So, he didn't exclusively play in the, in the eight position. But he no. was... When the ball was moving forward, uh, he yeah. was as well. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Geppi's here. Somebody kick him out. He's not allowed here anymore. 
<laughs> Sick <laughs> Ever is. since that hate-filled rant. Mm, yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't uh, I don't understand. Um, Sooner was mentioning, you know, uh, last year, Griev kind of came in and played that same position on the left-hand side, played him as an eight, even though he's naturally a defensive midfielder. Um, you know, so it's it's not like this is new uh, for Werner to do something like this. Um, yeah. but it, it just, to me, it does, it does not make a lot of sense. I, no. I just, right. And that's why I said against people playing their fucking natural positions. I, it's maybe it's one of those too smart by half sort of things. That's why I said, it's one of those things where it, it's, it's something you just don't want to have to try to explain to somebody because I can't, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's how you explain it. It's unexplainable. Yeah. You know, there's no logic behind it. Uh, was that your last thing? I can't uh, remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that. things that sucked uh, on this end. <laughs> uh, so Werner's bend but don't break tactics uh, break. So the um, kind of the success of Werner the last few matches has kind of been the team's ability to remain disciplined and in a defensive shape. Um, and it really has kind of helped choke off the opposition's offensive opportunities and put Werner in a position to at least kind of compete so today, after giving up the first goal, uh, the team really began to drift from their compact positions as Frankfurt began to kind of dribble at them, and they found a number of through balls uh, through the middle to break up the midfield. Um, and Werder began kind of chasing the game and chasing the ball, and the team looked kind of similar to what we watched earlier in the season. Um, <clears throat> this, this, the second thing that I thought sucked was kind of leans into the first one there. Um so, and you mentioned it, Christian. So Werner's reactionary position may have cost us points today and other days. Um, I get the sense that if Werner was in a dust-up, he's the guy that gets punched first. Like, I, I, I genuinely believe he wouldn't even, maybe he wouldn't even know he's in a fight until he was punched. Like, at least yeah, that's how sure. he coaches. Like, sure. it, it, it leads me to believe this. I, like, having been up a goal... Um, you know, he subbed on, on, on Lenin. Um, and it was within moments that you could see. So they, they scored a goal to make it two to one. Then he subs on Lenin. And it was within moments after that, you could see that the entire momentum of the game had shifted uh, and his team um, now needed to adapt. Yet he didn't make any personnel changes. Even after the second goal, the next sub comes a full seven minutes afterwards. Yeah. So, so my fear is that the underlying route of the recent tactical changes that we've seen, you know, we're kind of like, oh, this is kind of neat, a nice change, yada, yada. But yeah. the, the underlying route, the, the reason for, for doing it um, isn't necessarily to tighten up the defense, uh, but rather I, I'm actually beginning to believe that it's just simply an expression of safety first mentality. Like mm. um, <clears throat> sort of like what we watched uh, kind of, you know, fall apart at the, uh, at the end of last season. It was a lot more of this just safety first, safety first. Uh, we were no longer going for it. We weren't making risky plays or or or, uh, or playing with a little bit of an edge. Um, so anyway, just kind of as a potential relegation battler, I don't believe that safety first should be our default setting because um, I think safety first is going to get you relegated. Um, yeah, 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 no shit. Because like, it's cautious. Right, and, 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 and you're like, we don't have the we don't have the quality to play cautious. We don't have the like, defense like, to play cautious, yeah. you know, with our foot off the fucking. Right, 
Uh, you are literally engaged in a 90-minute fight session with another team that wants to kill you, right? Safety, I again, it, it should not be the default setting. Uh, I think you need to hold a balance of safety in there, but, but the default needs to be that of an opportunist, uh, someone who looks to exploit opportunities more often than play safely. Um, so I, I think the recent changes in system, they've kind of given me hope that Werner might be able to, you know, manage keeping this team out of the relegation fight. And he might still do that. Um, but it's this type of mentality. It's it's not a long-term solution for the team that's likely going to be fighting against relegation for the next three to five years would be my guess. Uh, so long as, again, we, we keep this, uh, this safety bit. Um, so that was the second thing that I thought that sucked. The third thing was that both ends of the back three were poor uh, today. And Friedel was only slightly better than poor. Um, Young was consistently getting beat to the corner. Velkovic made two disastrous turnovers. One of them was a pass and the other one was in the midfield resulting in the free kick for the two, two tie. Um, and it, it seems wild to me when you've got two guys that are playing this poorly, that even at a two, one score line, you subbed on Lenin. why Werner didn't opt to switch out at least Young or Velkovic again, phew, no idea why that they didn't bother going to the bench at that point in time. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> I guess the last thing that, that sucks, I suppose we could throw in there is that with other results, uh, this weekend, uh, three points would have been huge for us in the table. Huge. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, I think it would have been huge anyways, but I mean, it's particularly huge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so a couple of topics I wanted to get to. Um, I wanted to check in on our lone players, kind of just provide a little bit of an update there. And then I wanted to do Frank Bauman's top and bottom 10, bet on it or against it style uh, from Dyke Stube. And then uh, we got some listener questions and we'll wrap it up. So I'm not, not sure what you want to start with, Christian, if something tickles your fancy. Whatever is easy. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's do uh, Frank Bauman's top 10, bottom 10, bet on it or against it. So uh, <clears throat> not long ago, uh, like I mentioned, Dijkstube put out a uh, list of the top 10 worst 10 transfers during Frank Bauman's tenure with Werder Bremen. Uh, given that he was ending his career at the end of this season, and I should have some an applause button for that, uh, it seems reasonable that uh, I guess we'd take a look at this list and decide if it's bunkum or not. So uh, Christian, I don't know how you want to do this. I can either list off uh, each one, and you can tell me if that was if if they're correct. I can we can do the whole list, and you can bet on the whole list or not. Jesus, how long is the list? Because my memory is like that of a goldfish. <laughs> uh, top top ten, so ten names, I guess. Ten names. Uh, all right, go for it. Whatever. Okay, so I, I trust you. Yeah, you go ahead. Doesn't matter. So the the top ten transfers uh, by Frank Bauman. Uh, as yeah. according to Dyke Stube, the first number one, and this is alphabetical, so it's not in ranking. Okay. okay. Uh, so Thomas Delaney, Marvin Dukes, okay. Nicholas Fulkrug, Serge Nabry, Davy Klassen, Max Cruz, Yuri Pavlenka, Milot Rashitsa, Josh Sargent. And Mitch Weiser for a top 10. Here's the thing. Like, 
through <laughs> what are we grading these like for the money that we had because it's not going to be the success that they brought us right right um, and so i mean I... with luca you can go sure him and and Dutch, like obviously whatever they got us promoted which is huge and uh they both scored a shit ton of goals so yeah okay i'm willing to bite there delaney was a solid fucking player got us a ton of money so yeah i can see that yeah this um, is a combination i think between helping the team and financial i, I think yeah. that's how they laid it out <laughs> sure uh who do i really have a problem with on there that would be the question yeah is there anybody on here that you're like no don't belong there uh, I mean, like, Josh Sargent, vaguely, sure, I guess. Like, he wasn't terrible, but he wasn't anything a crow about. Like, he's a pretty nope, for but we got some good money for him, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Rashidza, similar, like, had some okay games, got, you know, good cash for him. Like, I mean, they're all decent signings. Uh, yep. Cruz did what he was supposed to do when we needed him to do it. None of these guys were really sh well. Okay, none of the Verder guys were particularly surprising because they're all ex Verder, right? So yep. you know that we're most likely to call on these guys at some point in time. Um, the question is do, whether or not they pick up the phone. You know whether the time's right. I.e., they need the money and we have it. Um, yeah, I mean it was fine. It's all right. Top ten, yep. like something to brag about, like brilliant. Not really, but. Well, something uh, just kind of as a side note here, uh, from 2016 to 2019, Bauman was uh, still the, um, ugh, the name of his job, Frick, I got to, this is, where's my, uh, this is why, there we go. Manager. This is why you don't do drugs, kids. There are thoughts that come merrily walking (laughs) along and they fall down acid holes and they don't come back. Um, (laughs) So I'm trying to remember his, what's his title? (laughs) Uh, well, like, yeah, that's a good question. Sport director, like, there it is. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, oh, it's, it sounds so fucking, oh like, God. made up in general, right? Like, it doesn't sound like a real fucking title. So anyway, from uh, from 2016 to 2019, uh, as he was he was still the sporting director, but he had the head of scout, um, was Tim Steiden. Um, and so if we go through this list of top 10, uh, Delaney was uh, bought under Steiden. A uh, full crew came back under Steiden. Gnabry was under Steiden. Klassen was under Steiden. Uh, Cruz was under Steiden. Uh, Pavlenka under Steiden. Uh, Rashica under Steiden. Sergeant under Steiden. So out of the 10, two came um, outside of that first three year period. Sure. That makes sense. And then, I mean, Boom. like. <laughs> I'm willing to to agree there. So I guess what we can say is like his top signing that he's ever made outside of yawns was Steiden. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Steiden was there before he got there. So he just. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also fair. Also fair. Yeah. So yeah, not really that, that impressive. And if anything, you know what the sad part is? This is awful. Uh, my blinders are on against Bauman so much that these Me signings too. all of a sudden seem better. <laughs> Knowing that he hadn't made the majority of them. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it's, it's so just... so terrible for me to say. It, just, it goes to show, you know, that in the last... Uh, since 2019, that there's really been two notable signings. 
uh, from Frank Bauman. I think if you put it that way, <laughs> it's not quite the <laughs> it's not not quite the uh, the uh, extra lap around the field, the, the, the winner's lap around around the track there. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, uh, very fair. You know. Okay, so the uh, the the bottom ten. So this is where it gets fun. Um, the worst transfers by Frank Bauman are are as follows, alphabetical. Uh, Asale is number. <laughs> sure. Bauer. Uh, <gasps> Burke. Uh, Bemo. Chong. And I always say this name wrong. Is it Diagne? Diangane? Diane. Diane. Yeah. Yeah, I think we paid like two. It, I think we paid like two and a half million for him. He played like three games. Uh, Eras, um, Michelle Lang, Lucas Mai, and uh, David Zelka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, see, I, I would remember him more for those than I would for the good yeah, yeah, right? You know what I mean? Felix Bamo, uh, I mean, fucking Zelka. Zelka yeah. alone should just be like the icing on the cake. And that's going to be the shit that people fucking forget. Well, the you beautiful know? thing about the that Zelka deal wasn't even that they brought him in and he sucked eggs. It was that they brought him in and um, what if we avoided rele- yeah, if we avoided relegation, uh, then we would have had to pay, I think, what was it, 15 million for him? Yeah. Some absurd... Yeah agreement yeah yeah it was so almost in like that the, case it was almost it was a blessing that we got it was relegated. like hooray we got relegated <laughs> yeah yeah seriously <laughs> seriously like how much more money would we have lost more money staying up and getting relegated you know but that's <laughs> but this is kind of like that <clears throat> us where we're at i mean all the people that really love and believe in the veritor family way and look at Bauman like he's our savior, but these are the things that he's done to really fuck this club up even further. Yeah. You know? Well, just if you go if you go through this list, uh Bauer, I believe we paid two and a half million for him. Uh, and it was he was not that great. Um yeah. Burke were paying his current salary, or like that was the oh. agreement that he came for free, but we're paying the salary level, which I believe is around seven or eight hundred thousand a year. Um yeah to send him on loan. Bamo was 3 million uh, that we sent him on loan till he finally just left. Uh, yeah. Diane, that was yeah two and a half million. <laughs> Eras was a terrible transfer just because he was touted as the replacement factor uh, for our yeah. struggling sixth position. <laughs> and then never played, never played, played like two and a half games. You know what I mean? We still don't know whether this guy's any good. Where, where is he playing right now? I'm going to check this out. Eras, uh, yeah, didn't he get picked up by Nuremberg or something? Or oh no, Kiel, brilliant, Kiel, yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, I was and, waiting uh, for him to be like he's starting at uh, <laughs> Leverkusen or something like that. And whatever happened to Lars Lucas Mai? He was touted Lars as Mai. he was Good supposed question. to be the next great thing. Oh, I should have checked into that before. Anybody uh, I'm sure on he's playing like third or fourth? I'll tell you right now, Lucas Mai. There we go, German footballer, and he is playing. Oh wow, he's playing in the Swiss league for Lugano. Um, are they playing in the first or second division? Is the bigger question. Swiss well, Super a, League, so he, that's he was a big prospect division. from uh, from Munich. He was supposed to be the next big thing. Yeah, 
No, he's playing. He's playing. Uh, let's see here. Looks like he's playing currently at uh, yeah Swiss Super League. So okay, yeah, go figure. Nineteen games last looks like twenty twenty two twenty twenty three. So uh, who knows? They haven't updated his uh, Wikipedia as of right now. But <laughs> uh, so the notable notable mentions that I had for Frank Bauman and the things that sucked uh, in the top ten uh, weren't necessarily because these were all transfers he brought in. But what they overlooked was the stuff that he let go. And so these Good. are the five I wanted to add to this list. Uh, so Florian Grillich for free to Hoffenheim, uh-huh. Max Cruz for free to Fenerbahce. Max Eggestein uh, to Freiburg for five million. Norwaki or Noraki uh, to Warsaw uh, for one point five, and uh, Besta to Heidenheim for nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> See, and there, I'm only really like have an issue with maybe Besta and now Rocky. Um, the rest I kind of get. Like Grillich, we were we were a pretty shit team at this time. He was getting yeah. uh looks from what Hoffenheim or something like that. Where Freiburg, where the wherever the fuck he went. Um oh, you know, he was now. he was yeah, getting courted by a club who was doing half decent. Um oh, what's his the name cru- was the cruise uh, deal, the cruise deal. Yeah. They should have man it should have figured that one out. They yeah. Really yeah. Should've. Yeah, that, that's fair. The, the reason I the reason I put that one in there is because of that particular whatever issue that Cruz had with uh, Bauman or the, over the contract, et cetera, et cetera, that tanked our team hard the next year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, and, for, and for somebody that's supposed to be squad planning to to not yeah. have thought far enough ahead to the, the repercussions <laughs> of that. But I mean, once again, makes sense, right? Like that's fairly typical. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I said, sorry, I shouldn't have sounded surprised when I said. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't understand like, this. I it's, it's totally out of character. Really, that much of a shocker, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, some of these other dudes, like I get it. We were kind of a shit shit team that was all over the place. But I think for the kids leaving, those were. I mean, now Rocky going to Poland and then going to Celtic. Now, I mean. Mm-hmm. Sure, Celtic isn't going to be winning Champions League anytime soon, but they are uh, a, a European. I know we'd say is what you will about the fucking uh, Scottish League, but they're playing in Europe with some regularity, so they understand uh, a certain caliber of player and what they're capable of. And yet we ignored it. And then we've seen how Jan Nicholas Best has been doing. He's doing fucking amazing, like what in a position that we've needed for time. Like what? Long, what man. is this? Who? Uh, since, since Aaron, since Aaron Johansson left, uh, yeah, or Augustinson. Sorry, Aaron Johansson. Wow, yeah. it must yeah. be a drug day. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. You say, would you rather have Besta or Demar? Uh, here's the reality: is that we paid two hundred fifty thousand for Besta, yeah, and four million for Demar. Right. Yeah. And so it's if we're talking just even on the financial side of it, it's ridiculous. Or, uh, or how about this? Have both. Sure. Right? <laughs> Why does it just have to be the fucking one? You know? Wild, hey? Uh, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to some uh, listener questions. So, Christian, uh, this one is uh, for you. Uh, if Kaita is healthy, what happens to this midfield? Uh, 
with Ole making the decision or with me making the decision? Let's go with you making the decision. What do you do oh, okay. when Kaita's healthy? Uh, you have Stay, Kaita, and Linen. Because that was going to be, well, the sooner asked the question that comes to my mind. What happens to Schmid in any, I, I thought about this a little bit. He's in, off the in bench. Any, in any order I can put them in, Schmid, Schmid sorry, is a casualty. Yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I like him. I like him a lot. But you know what? Uh, fact of the matter is he's a decent player, but he's not better than Kaida. Uh, he doesn't have the um, defensive capability of uh, Linen, Linen, uh, and he does not have the versatility of Stay. Someday we should just figure out how to say that guy's last name, eh? Yeah, I know. I'm so irritated by it every time I fucking mispronounce it in well, any I which just, way. I figure we could just call him Lulu for a Lulu Linen or Lulu. Yeah, little Lulu. Can't mispronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I was, I was trying to think about what other kind of groupings you could put together, and every single one of them uh, schmeeds out. Um, yeah. Because, you know, like Bittencourt's kind of playing in this defensive role, like uh, definitely playing in a two-way midway uh, midfielder role. You could put uh, Stea in his position. You could bring in Lulu, uh, or you could leave uh, Stea there. You could leave Bittencourt there, but then Kaita takes Schmid's role. Like it, it, the, honestly, I just, I don't see how, how it works. I, I think, uh, I think Schmid is officially the, 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 he's out, right? As soon as he's healthy. Sure. It's it, sad but true, I, I guess. Mean, much much to his benefit, he never has to worry about it because Kaida is never going to be healthy. Right. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> it's funny. I keep getting asked by uh, by an acquaintance who's a Liverpool supporter. He's like, well, how's Kaida doing? Um, and I'm like, well, you know what? When he's healthy, he's absolutely brilliant. He's got such a hate on for Kaida. I don't know why. It's not like the money came out of his fucking pocket. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like He was picking cans in the ditch to pay for this yeah, transfer. Yeah, and it yeah, just exactly. flopped on him. To make sure it went through, <laughs> calling everybody. You know, making sure that Kite is settled nicely in Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where all this like vitriol. They went for from, lunch one time, and Kaita to... never picked up the check or something. Is yeah, probably what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he never called Brown on his birthday. I don't like. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know where this vitriol is coming from, and I just like refuse to acknowledge that he's not played for us. But, but I'm like. And I know that he's he's either he's either not checked to see how much time he's played for right, us, right. or he's like uh, he's waiting to see what all say. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what kind of like mental chess we're playing here. But I'm 100 percent refusing to acknowledge to him that Kite has been, for all intents and purposes, a bust. Even though he hasn't really been a bust because we didn't really pay anything. And I even said to him, "Well, he's pay he's getting paid for the games that he plays, which has yeah. been more." upsetting for him which is also like which i also really enjoy <laughs> so, so like the few times he plays he's brilliant so he's played like what 10 minutes of a game yeah. um and he's also <laughs> only getting paid for like 10 minutes of one game uh That's so yeah I no it's it. it's <laughs> brilliant signing brilliant signing <laughs> I said in the chat. I said in the chat it was a performance contract, so he might actually owe us money at this point. In time. Yeah. <laughs> I love well, that. you know, and it's it's a sad joke, but it really is going to kind of be that way. Where at the end of the season, we're going to sure. look at it and just be like, "What? Okay." I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe um, 
maybe on the sidelines or at practice, he's really, you know, doing something that we don't, you know, that we don't see that's, that's helpful for the young guys or right. But as far as in game and what he's providing, I'm not, (laughs) I mean, we took a, we took a chance on it. It was probably better than the chance we took on Burke. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Honestly, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? You you have an opportunity. You take it. Yeah. There's no guarantee it's going to work out, but you'd be kicking yourself if he went and signed it uh, Stuttgart and then played 25 games this season. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So fuck it. Why not? It's not going to cost us anything. Uh, and it's it's a possibility for him to revive his career and for us to do better than we thought we would. You should tell him uh, your buddy there next time he said, you know, that there's a couple clubs in the Syria uh, that are offering 10 or 15 million for him right oh, now. Oh, yeah. We're, we're taking a look at it. The thing is, I think he might call my bluff on that one and <laughs> Google it. And then he'll find out that he's been injured for fucking nine games or whatever. <laughs> so I prefer to keep it this way where I'm like vague enough to make him think that he's wrong. Uh, unless he actually knows that he's right and I'm just re- refusing to concede, which I also enjoy as well. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Petty shit. Perfect. <laughs> right up our alley. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Okay, so uh, would you rather, Christian, would you rather Toronto Football Club, uh, so they're looking to bring in an international striker for next season, <sighs> would you rather hmm. Davy Zelka or Josh Sargent? Oh, Josh Sargent, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and a herpy. Although I actually think Zelka would do pretty well here, provided you could get him the ball. Um, he's a big dude physically. Um, I mean, he's just not hes just not a good player in the Bundesliga, right? Um, uh, actually, you know what? Maybe I'm going to change my mind. Um, I'd be curious to see what Sargent could do in MLS, but... I haven't been paying attention to him in uh, where is he now? Is he in uh, Championship or uh, Premier League? I don't fucking um, know. <laughs> you know what? I actually think I'd go with Zelka, uh, and that's actually the kind of signing we would we'd make a big whoop de do, pay him about thirty million dollars a year, and then he'd score about six goals, um, five million dollars a goal. But I, I think he actually could do well here, provided you could give him the service, just because. Defense, it, it's not a well, whatever. Nobody gives a shit about the MLS. Uh, <laughs> fine, I'm not gonna no, I, I just love how, like, every week somebody puts in a question about Toronto <laughs> FC, it just goats you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this one's actually fun. I'm not upset by this. One. <laughs> uh, all right, so you can you can bet on it or against it. So, this came up in the chat today. Verter sells a goalkeeper this winter against it. I don't think yeah. we're gonna do it. Uh, bet on it or against it. Once Gross recovers from his injury, he's straight back into the starting 11. Ooh. Ooh. Does, does Stea then move up and Bittencourt rides the pine and Gross gets, like, what happens there? Uh, I, I can I actually bet. see it happening. You know, that's oh. the sad part. I have to I bet against it. I can definitely see it happening. I, I, want, it. I want to bet against it, but I think I'm going to bet bet in favor of it actually you know what no maybe i'm wrong you know what i think he's actually starting to i think ole's starting to realize that gross is in the end all be all as we've had some success without him so um i think he will make some more appearances but i don't think it's gonna be starting 11 yeah uh honestly if gross (laughs) if gross doesn't just as a observation if gross isn't back into the starting 11 when he's healthy i actually think that is probably a a pretty 
big, silent, looming yeah. indictment on the coaching staff that has been playing him that much yeah. for this long. Sure. Right. Like if you if you were forced not to use him and suddenly you're like, you know what, actually the guy's not that good, everybody. <laughs> didn't didn't really notice it until now. <laughs> success, you know what? Sex success uh what they is had it, it right saves first everything or whatever. Like people put their <laughs> blinders on. They'll forget that Christian Gross played fucking oh, you yeah, know, forget he exists, 50, yeah. 60 plus games <laughs> uh, in the last three seasons. Yeah. Uh, once we start winning or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, bet, uh, bet on it or against it. Christian, the last three results show that whatever Werner is doing, it's working. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to say sure. Bet a bet uh, uh, for it, whatever. Bet on it. Bet on it. Um, I'm, yeah, it is working. I think he's. Yeah, it's working. Is it working as good as it could? No. Could it be better? Absolutely. But it's working. Sure. It's for <laughs> it's getting nice into fucking what's, what's working, right? What, yeah, what is yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask, ask Marvin never Dukes asked what, what working is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he never asked specifics. He just said, is it working? Yes. The answer is, yes, it is yeah. working. Speak, speaking of which, I know I'm I'm down on, uh, on Dukes and you know, I probably should just come around already. Um, yeah. But, I, but honestly, okay, oh, five goals in 11 games. Yeah, okay. Five goals, two of those penalty kicks. Uh, one of them was a missed penalty that he managed to head the ball back in after, you know, he fluffed <laughs> the penalty. So, I, <laughs> I mean, granted, I took a look at his shots per goals. He's down to only requiring four and a half shots uh, to get a goal. But again, there's two penalties in there, which should be you know, a fairly high percentage shot. Um, I, you know, and I just, I just don't understand. I don't understand it. <laughs> Why? Like, it, it's like, it's like we are desperate to believe things and, yeah. you know, and we don't need to be, we don't have to do this to ourselves. People like it's a very can- <laughs> family way. It's a very <laughs> family way. <laughs> uh, I, you know, he's, he's scored goals. Great. Uh, I don't, you know, but uh, again, this, this whole you know, him playing got... even 70 or 80 minutes a game and totally yeah. coasting through 80% of it so that he can kick a penalty in. There's yeah. got to be somebody else in the team that can do that, that could contribute, you know, 70 more purposeful minutes. I'm sure there's got to be. I've been watching, uh, I watched Inter playing uh, Frenoni or Frisnoni or whatever the, however the fuck you pronounce it. Um, and Arnatovich came on in the 75th minute. Oh, yeah. There we go. You know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, it's some Werder, uh, you know, content there. But the key thing is, is Arnatovich is a pretty decent player. A uh, bit of a head case, sure, but he's a decent yeah. enough player. And, and guess what? He came on in the 75th fucking minute because he, you know what? He understands that there are people that, you know, he has to be a bit player. Um, and there are other yeah. people that can contribute. And as a result, he's putting the team first rather than his ego. Uh, I did, in fairness, come around to kind of reluctantly uh, accepting that Dukes uh, is decent. And I have to remind myself, too, that, okay, like five goals, four assists, what, 11 games? That's pretty fucking good. Like, I really, I get oh, yeah. penalties and all that sort of jazz. It's pretty fucking good. That's um, cool. If I didn't, it looks good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, like, and and it, he's also playing a bit of a different sort of, uh, I guess, striker. You know, he's not that full-on center forward type of thing. Uh, I'm reluctantly accepting it. Uh, would I be fine with selling him off? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he's not as bad as I sometimes like to believe he is. I think. Yeah. Well, and th- th- there's also a difference, and I think I tried to point this out at some point in time. I don't know that there's a difference between uh, is he right and good and everything we need for our team, uh, yes. and is and and is he right and good and everything that Nagelsmann needs for the national team, and yeah. those two things actually live separate from one another, and they Absolutely. aren't a confirmation of one another. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, so if he fits into Nagelsmann's system and it does what he needs it to do, that isn't a confirmation that he's right and doing everything great for us. We're in two very, very different positions and trying to have two very, very different types of outcomes. Well, I mean, we're trying to win, right? But the systems, yeah. everything else, the way we play, it's totally different. We're fighting against relegation. Germany's trying to figure out what a football is. You know, like it's, it's different, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, last uh, bet on it or against it. <clears throat> Werner in 12th place in front of all the other relegation candidates is a perfectly reasonable place to be at this time during the schedule. Um, I guess. You know what? Uh, here's the thing is I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't. Guess. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing is like. Uh, our where we are in the table does not denote um, the goals we've scored, the goals against us, and and how well or not well we've been playing. Um, usually it does, right? Um, usually that's a fairly strong indicator as to how good a team you are. Um, in this case, I think we're ignoring how bad everybody else is. Does that make sense? Yep. Um, so like we're focusing on, oh, we're in 12th place. Therefore there are 12, 11 teams ahead of us. And there are six, uh, what we got 18, six teams behind us, nice, you know, but there. what you don't see is the point spread. What you don't see is the goals for goals against all those little fucking, all that little detail and minutia that is actually fairly fucking important. Cause if you take a look at the table, let me pull well, it up right here. Our goal, our goals against are only minus four, which is pretty reasonable when you consider everybody below us. They're all in the teens except for Heidenheim. Absolutely. I mean, Darmstadt actually is 32 goals against, which is kind of a wonder we didn't score more against them, right? Um, but even then, take a look at, uh, I mean, a lot of those teams aren't that far behind us. Uh, Heidenheim's got 26. Um, Bochum has 25. Mainz has 24, Köln has 23, Union Berlin is 26. So there's not a huge spread. Now the oh. other thing too is like goals scored for, you know, is 18-17 with Heidenheim, uh, you know, thanks to a certain striker there and a certain winger. Um, yeah, you're right. Everybody else is pretty rough there though. So the, the Köln with nine, which looks awful. So we just got to kind of hope that those guys continue to not be able to score goals. The, uh, um, the, the, the thing about the table right now is that it is deceptive. Um, yeah. 11 points, 12th position. Um, yeah. if we look at it this way, you're four points away from the playoff for relegation playoff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's the, the tightness and the right. grouping at the bottom yeah. of the table is massive. Uh, yeah. even when you consider from ninth place down to 16th, you're talking about six points. 
um, is that's tight. And, uh, and so our position in that table, it, it is a little bit deceptive. I agree. I'm happy that we're ahead of the other relegation candidates. I think that that's a good place to be. Um, I'm a little miffed that at 11 points, we could probably easily enough uh, have had 17 had we just won the games we were supposed to win. Um, you know, against Heidenheim, against um, ugh, Darmstadt, right? Or yeah, ugh, yeah. Um, you know, so the, these are games that we should have won. And uh, so, eleventh place. Although I feel good about that, we're ahead of the relegation candidates. I'm not so hot on how close we are to the relegation position. How big that yeah. group is at the bottom. How fast that can change in a, a weekend's time, right? Um, and then ultimately, yeah, the, the, the six points dropped, I think is going to be the one that pr- probably comes back to haunt us later on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the question is, can we make up for those points elsewhere? Uh, it's a really big question at this moment, you know? So I guess to answer that question, I think the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> it's a long way around the bend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I comfortable with no, do I do I like why we're there? No, but to answer your question, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I didn't realize we were running up on an hour already. Let's get sooner in here. Uh, just, sorry, I got to find him on this silly thing. There we go. He's a very very good friend of mine. Sooner, sooner, maggot, sooner. It's a rig system. Maggot, 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 sooner. Nobody can do it like Sooner. Nobody builds walls better than Sooner. Nobody's better to people with disabilities than Sooner. We'll totally accept the results if I win. Hey, Sooner. Welcome to uh, what was supposed to be a shorter version of the show today. But, uh, you know, Christian, blah, blah, blah. You can't keep a lid on it. and. Stop asking me Um, questions. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I gotta say that today I'm feeling extra sooner, Vader, because it's you know it's like one of those things where it's like 60 minutes we had two goals, and then I go to sleep and I wake up and it's two two. Where did all those goals come from? Where did they score all those goals from? Yeah, late night goal dumps. Yeah, (laughs) build a wall. Then all of a sudden they have two goals. Where is that? What's happening with that? You're going to find out later on that Dominion is doing VAR. And And, uh, yeah, to answer your question, Paul, I was going to do our our loans again. We ran out of time, so I'll just uh, move that over to the next show. It's an evergreen. Can't imagine they're going to, well, unless all of a sudden something amazing happens. It shouldn't be too different. Uh, But yeah, sooner let's let's get to it. Let's talk about, uh, I guess it's an international break, so nobody's coming up. Yeah. Um, no, but, no. Uh, yeah. But then the the game after that, though, is man, guys, get ready. You don't really uh, want to talk just, about it. I, I was I, crunching I, some numbers for this upcoming game, and it is uh, wow, it's, it's bad. Um, it's going to be scary. So we play yeah. we play Leverkusen next, um, who are currently top of the table with thirty one points. They are. Um, I looked this up. They are actually now tied for the best start in Bundesliga history with 2015-2016 Bayern Munich. They have Never ten wins and they have <laughs> they have ten wins and one draw in the Bundesliga, and they also um, are four zero. So, so they're 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 two and zero in the Pokal, and four zero in the Europa League. So they they have not lost a game in, in a competitive competition all year long. They've drawn one at Bayern, 
they draw the game at Bayern and every other game that they've played in a competitive competition, they've won. Um, uh, you know, everyone wants to kind of get really happy that we, you know, got some points against Wolfsburg and Frankfurt, who are nice teams who are in a bit of a slump scoring the ball. Uh, Wolfsburg came into the game with us scoring 13 goals. Frankfurt came into the game with us scoring 15 goals. Uh, Leverkusen is going to come into the game with us scoring 34 goals on the season. That's it? Um, yeah, that's all. We got Marvin uh, Dukes, though. International. Right. Have they seen our defense? <laughs> I don't think they have. Yeah. Good luck, boys. Oh, God. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right, Christian. They probably haven't bothered to watch a single bit of film either. Like, who cares, <laughs> right? No way. I'm not worried. <laughs> no problem. Um, and uh, I mean, I'll just read this if, if, for what it's worth. I mean, if, if you want something to hang your hat on, the all-time record between Werder Bremen and Leverkusen, uh, Werder Bremen has won 34 games. Um, they have only lost 26 of those. They've tied it 37 times. So we lead the all-time series, and that's, that's literally about where the optimism train stops. <laughs> um, <laughs> Xavi Alonso, who I think, I believe, I mean, I'm not sure that he's, he's really come out and, and um, confirmed these reports that he's going to be going to, I believe it's Real Madrid for next year. But he took wow. over for Leverkusen around this time last yeah. year. Remember when we um, kind of thought they were all just, like, we thought that Leverkusen was going to implode because they had this amazing team and Alonso just, like, even after he joined it, they stuck with them, but they really didn't pick up until maybe the very, very end right. of the last of last year's uh, season. Yeah. Right. Well, it's it's a, so so they've had thirty seven matches with him now as trainer, and they have seventy six points. That's about two points for every game played. Um, it really is a, a crazy, crazy run that they're on. Uh, their their roster is stacked, um, but a few guys I'd point out. Um, uh, Victor Boniface, who is, I believe came from, also played with um, uh, Zenilainen um, uh, in uh, Saint-Gilloise, uh, um, wherever that is in, in um, the Belgian league. Um, he has seven goals, which is not, I mean, it's set, sixth in the league. It's not nothing to shake, uh, nothing to get super excited about. Um, but 62, 62 shots in the league this year, which is 15 more than second place. He's, I mean, he is shooting the ball. And he's got 9.1 XG, which is second in the league. Wow. So he's having a really, really, really great season. Um, really good striker. Um, they have a lot of talent. Like I said, Wirtz and uh, Foyan Wirtz and Jonas Hofmann are really great players. But the other thing that makes them, I think, extremely, extremely, extremely difficult is they probably have the two best fullback. Well, I mean, the best fullback pairing in, the, in all of Europe. Uh, with um, uh, Alejandro Grimaldo and Jeremy Frimpong, I mean, I I mean I, I don't watch really. Yeah, Frimpong is a killer. I mean, yeah, probably the so best fast. right and left fullback combination. I, I mean, I guess you could argue if they're actually fullbacks the way they're used, but that's kind of where they line up. Um, that's going to be uh, really, really tough and makes them really, really difficult. Uh, to but it doesn't play make any sense. Does, it, it doesn't make any sense sooner. This team should suck. The head of first team football is Thomas Eichin. Exactly. Yeah, it's Eichin. I remember I was looking because when I was looking around at uh, this team, this team should who suck. A, <laughs> who was like, who, who could be a Bauman replacement? I was looking around at some other Bundesliga teams like, oh, that's really <laughs> hilarious. Eichin is, uh, is at Leverkusen. And uh, yeah, they should be God really damn. Bad. 
But um, well, I mean, what yeah, does he so, know? He's not Verder family. That's yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's basically what I've got. Uh, scouting them out a little bit, just giving you a little bit of a, a preview cool. for them. My my lock of the week is uh, especially after watching that uh, game where we led two nothing and ended up tying. Um, my lock is going to be Leverkusen minus two and a half goals. So Leverkusen to win by three or more. Um, I mean, I just don't think, I, I really think, to me, this was going to be a game today where I was like, maybe we can get an idea as to whether, like, we're kind of actually starting to get something going here, or if it's really just kind of like smoke and mirrors and we're getting lucky, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm kind of, especially getting ready to play this team, I'm, I'm, I, if, if Leverkusen is a team I would definitely bet on, um, that, so Leverkusen minus two and a half. That is plus two thirty on DraftKings. Uh, who knows? I mean, I would get it into that price now because it's likely to go down <laughs> between now and when the match comes. Uh, but yeah, that's my lock uh, heading into the match in two weeks. Better lock it up. You lock it up. Ooh, that's a big lock, all right. Of the day. All right. Well, let's uh, no more depress. Well, I guess we are on to more depressing news. Let's talk about the uh, contest. And I'm glad uh, <laughs> Geppy showed up for this. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Geppy. Um, you got to give it up to him. He no, uh, I do not. Was the only. Well, I'm never gonna. Okay. I'm never gonna give it up. Everybody but Ben's got to give it up to him. Um, <laughs> I'm because, saving it for someone uh, special. <laughs> <laughs> he. Um, he was the only one. Actually, only two people picked up points in the contest this weekend. Gepi and uh, Muhammad. Uh, Gepi picked the 2-2 draw, which is what ended up happening. Muhammad picked a 1-1 draw and got two points for that. So it was very easy for me to, to update the table for this week. It was pretty, pretty simple. Um, Gepi now is the leader with 19 points, four points clear of second place. So he's opened up a nice little lead for himself here. Um, now you got Trent, yeah. Mark, Dirt 13. Mm. I'll have 13. Uh, so I'll have 15 points tied for second place. Then Dr. Tim and Spivey are tied for fifth with 14 points. Arun, Ben, and Liam uh, are tied for seventh place with 12 points. Uh, PJ, Cacophony, 42, Fat-Ass Yoshi, um, and Ian and Christian all have uh, 10 points. Uh, me and Mohammed now have eight points. We're tied for 13th. Uh, Brian has um, seven points, who's in 15th place. Dustin and Matt M are have six points. Tied for 16. Uh, Condre, Verder, VK, and uh, Juan all have four points. And then bringing up the rear, even though he took a, uh, he, he, he's been on a hiatus this week and he came in and made a pick, but it didn't help him this week as Verder Fagner uh, <laughs> has got two points still at the bottom of the table. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, uh, we appreciate you doing that for us. And for those that uh, are wondering what the heck is this, or I want to get in on this, we do another one in the second half of the season. Um, and then it all goes absolutely wonky crazy um, with some kind of uh, adding system that sooner uh, has got put yeah, together you know. where it doesn't matter well, what you do. Sooner wins. I send it to and... my good friend. I send it to my good friend Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, and he, you know, he he he, he flips through it a couple times, and then you know the numbers come out looking right. <laughs> Sounds legit to me. <laughs> Something I bet and, on. Uh, I know we have a, another uh, an international break coming up. We might not have a podcast next week, but I did just want to 
plug the, the 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 blog I write a little bit in case you're kind of like getting to the weekend next weekend and feeling like, oh, I, you know, wanted to see some Verda stuff. Head of the blog, um, I did a pretty decent little bit of a dive on a couple of people who I have seen reported on in German media a little bit to be linked to, I mean, p- people who are not named Clemens Fritz who, who have been kind of linked to the uh, uh, sporting director job at Werder Bremen, replacing Frank Bauman. Um, tried to do a little bit of paper trail work, kind of tra- tracking their career and stuff like that. Looking so, through their garbage, uh, breathing heavily <laughs> right, on their exactly. windows while they're having supper, you know, that kind of... <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um, so that's uh, that's in the blog. So if you're, I mean, it's a little bit of a longer post. So uh, head there. If you haven't already seen that, uh, feel free to head over there and, and see some stuff and then maybe kind of find out the, my take on, you know, if we should maybe go another path or given what we know about what the search is maybe going to look like a little bit uh, obviously nothing's been been shared too much but but what kind of some media people are suggesting the, the search might be looking like uh if it might make sense to to go outside or, or to stick with uh, clemens fritz well if all the options you propose are worse than clemens fritz i guess then the everything is uh, exactly where we want it um <laughs> All right, I have uh, I've got to go run and get some groceries here before the store closes in the city, mm. which is a long way mm. away for people like me in the countryside. Um, right. You know, so uh, if there's anything else we need to get to, if not, I've got to go. All right, I can't think of anything, so I've got to get down to that skeleton in the basement. I haven't checked. Yeah. Out <laughs> what time? What time does the store close? Uh, I think on Sundays it's like uh, five o'clock, and it's quarter after four. Okay, well, I've got about a 50-minute rant that I need to start right about <laughs> now. And I need you to be here for this. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hope you have a great weekend. We will talk to you again uh, in a couple weeks. Enjoy the international break. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Ciao, ciao. Six foot.